How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblers podcast, sponsored by Waffle House. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks for listening. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Nichols Lures, handcrafted to perfection. Check them out today, www.nicholslures.com or wherever fine tackle is sold. Big shout out to our Patreons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Dole Browning, Brent Shaw, and Jamie Kochevall. Y'all, thanks so much for the support. If you want to be like these guys, we'll head over to our website, www.lakesimmonoramblers.com, and join. Anyway, let's get on with the show. All right, we got a water conditions report for y'all. Flint River stained 84. Spring Creek is clear in some areas, stained in the south end, 84. Fish Pond Drain is clear with some areas that are stained, 84. Chattahoochee River is stained about 82, 83. So all the arms of the lake are running about the same temp, maybe varying a degree or two. Uh, The water levels have been all over the place this week, starting at 76.6. Topping out at 77.6 on Friday and then falling back down to 76.5 and continuing to fall at time of publication. Y'all, there is, uh, we got a serious situation that's brewing in the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know if y'all have seen any of the weather reports or anything, but I've been watching this thing like a hawk. Uh, Tropical Storm Ian has formed. Uh, It will be hitting a patch. It's actually marching on to it right now it's uh on the back side of cuba and it's about to hit this warm water and uh, the meteorologists are calling for rapid intensification as soon as it hits this water uh all the models right now are putting it right i'm talking about right on us the gfs model the line's coming right over the lake um this could be a repeat of michael they're calling for uh, National Hurricane Center's calling for Cat 4, Cat 5 hurricane. Go ahead and get prepared right now. They're talking about this could make impact uh, Wednesday. So go ahead and get prepared now. Get you water. Get you some food. You need enough clean water on hand for one gallon per person per day. That's what you need. So if you've got eight eight people in your household, you need eight gallons per day. So go ahead and start making those preparations right now. Uh, we probably will lose power. Knowing how the uh, how reliable our grid is here, you breathe on it wrong and it's uh, it's gone. So make your preparations now, right? Let's just hope that doesn't happen. But that's what it's looking like. All right, so on to the fishing report. Uh, Fishing's on fire. Now, regardless of uh, the size, right, so we'll get to that in a second, but you can catch fish all day. The hybrids are running. The the speckled perch, crappy, they eating. The bass is eating. Now, the size, it just depends. Um, You know, last week I was getting reports of a lot of size. This week we're getting no size. So... It's just hit or miss, right? Um, talk to Mr. Don down there at Ad Ease. He gave me a real good report. Um, 
In his words, bite's been incredible, right? Crappy have been caught at the mouth of Spring Creek. They're chasing shad all through there. And, um, you know, when I went out today, y'all, it's evident. I mean, just take you a, a minute and watch the water, and you'll see they're going crazy, right? Uh, he said one of his customers came in uh, to the marina over there at East Campground and Marina and caught uh, 20, uh, sitting in about 25 foot of water. Uh, bass bite's been huge as well, but most of the people pulling in are, uh, reporting small fish, you know, two, two and a half pounders, uh, but they're catching 10 or 15. Uh, that's really good. You know, that's, that's to be expected this time of year from now until about December, you can start, you know, depending on the day and where you're at, you can start getting some pretty good numbers. Uh, he's telling me that he took his wife out on Sunday she caught 10 hybrids and uh, two white bass and was whooping up on Don real bad. And he said she felt bad for him, so she sat down and let him catch a couple of them. Uh, he said he was throwing a swim bait, white swim bait with a paddle tail. And uh, he had that dipped in chartreuse. And he said they was just crushing that thing. Um, what they're singing out there, 6 o'clock to eight o'clock in the morning right and then four to six p.m sunrise sunset so if you that's important um when they on a shad bite you got to be out there it's the same thing as in april and may so you got to be on them that's what the fish are, are keyed on you got to throw shad baits uh doesn't matter if it's specs or if it's uh, large mouth or hybrids so the specs are going to bite shad baits as well. You just got to throw something smaller. Um, he did have a bunch of guys come in with some catfish. Six catfish. Uh, he said he caught, so the guy that caught those was on a crickets in a slip court. So that's interesting. I uh, hadn't heard anything about um, any of the big catfish tournaments this week. But we did have the Tuesday night classic. And congratulations to uh, Brad and Caleb Reynolds. They won the uh, Tuesday night angler of the year with points. They won eight out of the 20 t tournaments this year. That's just unreal. And uh, they won the championship with 16 pounds. Um, so that's that's three fish now. That, that, that's, a, uh, that's a good sack picture of it is uh, over on their facebook page so congrats to those guys there um if y'all are looking for just a little kind of reliable tournament trail just a little local you know derby really uh, the tuesday nights and the thursday nights uh there's some good tournaments to get in they hard to fish because you're fishing against the best guys on the lake but it's a good time regardless I went fishing today, carried a few guys. We got out there a little bit late. Uh, it was a little chilly, but, uh, you know, you got, you got to get out there. And so if you can't get out there early and you have to go and grind when they're full on these shad, throw a worm. Black and blue is what we were finding today, a ribbon tail like an old monster or country boy baits, po' boy, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I was throwing a, uh, I have been getting a real good bite on a spook 
and that just didn't happen today. And I was also also fell victim. So I, I always tell people there's there's baits that catch fish and there's baits that catch fishermen. And I fell victim to that. I bought that. I don't know if y'all seen it. It's that thirteen fishing, some kind of walking bait, but it's got a little mini buzz bait blade underneath of it, and it's got like a built-in clacker on top of that, and it talks about this great walking action it has. It walks like a brick. You can't move it. You can't walk it. You might as well. It might as well just be a pencil buzz bait. Seventeen dollars and ninety-five cent. I fell for that. You gotta be careful about that. But anyway, I I uh, didn't get a bite on my good spooks, so I started throwing a jerk bait around, and um, I get a bite just kill. You know, I I have to kill it and just leave it there and watch it, and then all of a sudden they come out of nowhere, pow, and they just peck it and then they roll off of it. So. That tells me they just looking at it. They can't stand it being in that area. They don't they don't understand why it's just sitting there like that. So they're coming up and they're nudging at it or popping it with her face. So they're not hungry. You gotta get out there when they're feeding on these uh shad and that's you know, daylight and uh you know, right before sunset. Gotta do it. If you can't, you gotta go flip. Uh we I was seeing a lot of activity. Now if you like flipping a lot of these grass mats, the, the grass is just about topped out all over the lake uh, in its, like, maximum stage. Uh, if you like flipping, now's the time. Uh, I've seen a bunch of activity going on in the mats that I really couldn't get to. If that's your thing, you know, have at it. Stay there. I just don't prefer doing that. I was out riding around. Looking, seen a couple poles been replaced. I didn't run all the way down to Sealy's, so I didn't see if they had fixed those poles, but I saw there's a new sign, like, pointing towards the services, and, hmm, so could it be, which this is something I wondered now, I wondered with the elites coming, if the core was going to go into damn emergency mode and be like, oh no, we got to do something before we look terrible. Well, yeah, I guarantee you that's what's going on. They in emergency mode. You know, I got a call saying that the, they contracted some folks out to clean uh, the run out at at ease and all. So, you know, they won't maintain the lake until the elites come. You know, when the big dogs come that could make them look bad, then... Mm. then they're going to start spending that money and that budget that they didn't have. They told us they were two years behind on. Uh-huh. So anyway, I shouldn't complain. We're going to, we're going to see what kind of work they do. Hey, if they, if they fix everything, that's cool. But again, my thing is just do your job. I don't understand why it takes BASS to come here with the pro anglers for them to do their job. And that's what annoys the hell out of me. I mean, I hate to be that guy that has to get on and cry and moan and bitch and whine and all this about it. But, you know, if we can't have a picnic table and your chairs out there, and if they drive around and they tell you you can't lay saw down, you can't modify your shoreline, you can't do this and you can't do that, nagging. It's like a nagging wife. Nope. No, no, no. Can't do that. No, no, no. 
So, anyway, that was good to see. Maybe they'll get everything fixed. The grass, I, I, I just don't know. You know, at this point, there's nothing you can do, I guess. They're not going to do anything. The, the amount of spraying that they would have to do would just... Let's just hope that we get a real good, uh, a real good cold or something to kill it off. But, um, you know, who knows if we get another hurricane, that's going to come in. It might blow all the grass back out of here again. That's the last thing we need though. We really don't need another hurricane coming in and resetting the lake again. So I'm really concerned about that. Y'all just be safe. Make sure, uh, keep an eye on the storm. I talked to a couple people that don't even know it's coming. Y'all remember Bubba Baker is throwing a uh, St. Jude benefit tournament. That is January 14th of next year. I'm going to keep reminding y'all about this. It's for a good cause. Uh, some really nice people that are putting it on. It is out of Sneeds. It's on that side of the lake. There will be payouts. It's not just uh, donate your money and go fish for free. There will be some uh, raffles, uh, a couple of sponsorship uh, entries and all going on giveaways so um make sure you go check that out it's on his facebook saint jude seminole tournament that's what you got to search for but it's for a really good cause so let's make sure we show out for the community and uh show out for a good cause there so unfortunately there was a uh incident with somebody's pet and uh an alligator on the lake uh, a couple days ago i believe so, guys, I want to bring attention. If you're not from the area or you don't know anything about the lake or you don't know anything about alligators or whatever, Lake Seminole is full of alligators. I mean, there are tons and tons and tons of alligators in this lake. And alligators' favorite food is a dog. So, please be careful when you bring your dogs to the lake. Be aware that you are putting that dog's life at risk, okay? There is no faster way to pull an alligator out, whether he's laying on the bottom, whether he's under some grass, whether he's in the woods, wherever. If he's in an area, there's no faster way to pull him out than to put a dog in the water. So just heed my warning, please, if you like your dog, don't put him in the water. There's been tons of duck hunting dogs that get ate all the time. Just because you cannot see that alligator does not mean that there's no alligator in the way or in the area. Just because you're in the water with your waders and a stick and you've moved around and quote-unquote spooked the area, that ain't done anything. Like, he's laughing at you. A 15-foot alligator, a 10-foot alligator laying down there it's not, he don't care about you. So just word of warning, be aware they're here. There are tons of giants here. And as gator season starts winding down and winter starts coming, you're going to see a lot more of them as they feed up and to go into their kind of hibernation that they do. Right? So take care of your animals. Watch your dogs. Don't let them swim around in the lake. It's just not smart. I mean, I know a lot of people do it, but if you lose your dog, you know, just, just keep an eye on your dog, all right? And that'll do it for this week's episode. Appreciate y'all listening.
If you have, have any entries you'd like me to talk about on the Lake Seminole Ramblings, please reach out to me on Facebook, Lake Seminole Ramblings. Send me an email, lakeseminoleramblings at gmail.com. For sponsorship opportunities, you may do the same. And we'll see you all next week. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblings Podcast, sponsored by Waffle House. This episode was brought to you by Nichols Lures. Check them out at Bass Pro Shops, wherever fine tackle is sold, or at NicholsLures.com. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to our Patreons. We are looking for sponsors for next year. If you would like to advertise in Lake Seminole Rambles, give us an email, LakeSeminoleRambles at gmail.com. Remember to check us out on all podcast providers, Apple, Google, Amazon, RSS, and many more. We appreciate y'all. See you next week.